Misunderstood, hope you ready when I come undefeated Yeah I took some blows, got back up and told them demons undefeated Yeah Every time they count me out, I come back harder undefeated What's going on everybody? I am your host, Malcolm And you are listening to episode number 3 of the Monday Hustle Now, if you listen to the first episode Obviously, I started with one name called Fuck Mondays, second name, Everybody Hates Mondays, and the third and the final title of this podcast will be called The Monday Hustle. Now, the reason why I changed it in the first place was because the platforms I was trying to get on basically told me you can't have fuck in your name, unfortunately, and that was the reason why it prompted me in the first place to go and change it to Everybody Hates Mondays. Then, as I started to have more conversations with people about the podcast, it just didn't really flow the way that I wanted it to, you know, just that, yeah, Everybody Hates Mondays. But I guess you really have to kind of understand who I am to get the context of why I say Everybody Hates Mondays when I thoroughly enjoy Mondays, and Mondays are obviously my number one favorite day of the week, and I go into that um, all the time, and the majority of people that know me in real life also know I thoroughly enjoy Mondays. Now, I change it to the Monday hustle because the whole goal isn't just to love Mondays. The whole goal besides loving Mondays, obviously... um, is to to cultivate a mindset of having that it's the first day of the week hustle mentality, you know, the same time like you start school or you start work or you start a new job and you start on the first day, the first of anything, you want to always put and execute 100%, you know, you want to set that standard high always, no matter what. And that's really the mantra of uh, the hustle, the the hustler on Monday. You know, the Monday hustle. You know, you gotta be a hustler on Monday. You gotta be a hustler on Tuesday. You gotta be a hustler on on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, you need to go after every single thing that you want with with uh, with just pure rage. You know, obviously controlled rage, you know, but you got to attack it, you know, with, with a sense of urgency always like it's the first day of the week, you know, like it's the first time you're doing something like it's the first time you're going to go talk to that girl or it's the first time you're going to go execute a business plan. You got to do it and you got to be all in. All right. Now, if you've already been here a couple times, awesome. Welcome back, guys and ladies. Love you both. You know, I, I want to talk about something today. Uh, first of all. Since it's going to be the the day after Mother's Day, uh, first of all, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the women out there. Sunday, uh, we celebrated the mothers all across the world, and I and I want to take uh, take this moment to thank my mother personally. You know, there are a lot of things that could have gone south in my relationship with my mom. There are a lot of ups and downs that obviously happen. We used to have the the greatest relationship growing up with me and just my brother. Our times together were cherished like no other and and we were pretty much inseparable. It was it was just the three of us, nobody else, and and it just had that us against the world mentality. You know, me, my little brother, and my mom. And as time went on, Obviously, those things changed. She became more tough. Uh, I became more bitter. Our thoughts and our feelings became toxic. Our ideas collided with one another. And the story goes on. Um, 
inherently, uh, my whole life, I, I had a, a resentment a resentment against my, my absent father, which in turn, it just grew into an unhealthy relationship amongst my peers uh, and even those that I consider uh, close and uh, even my family. Um, just this never-ending battle in my brain of the what-ifs, whys. The, the questions that I, I could never seem to get an answer for. The only person bearing any knowledge was my mother. And sometimes I, I felt that she hid those things from me intentionally. Uh, the history of her lifestyle, her past, anything really that involved uh, anything in her quote-unquote other life. you know and I, and I think that I just felt that she was almost responsible for for this resentment and this rage and this and this fear and upset that I had and not directly towards her because I didn't know any better you know I was trying to make sense of that as a teenager um, and trying to make sense of that as a teenager wasn't an easy task um, so in turn I did I did what most teenagers did I rebelled I became very disobedient uh, belligerent and unmanageable uh, with those characteristics, obviously, comes many consequences like sex, drugs, police, fights, heartbreaks, letdowns, sad songs, um, and a constant lack of purpose or a constant knowledge, uh, a constant lack of knowledge uh, for purpose. You know, the same old song and dance. Uh, but I managed. I managed. I managed to make it through that time uh, of turmoil, where I felt that I was incapable of surviving anything. I was in a position where I felt uh, misguided. I felt unwanted. I felt uh, depressed. I felt uh, anxiousness. You know, I, I, I suffered uh, a lot internally and externally I portrayed this persona that I didn't even know uh, and I didn't even know who was uh, who I was because I, I became so many different versions of myself that I lacked authenticity I was a good bullshitter I was a good bullshitter but I lacked a lot of authenticity and I don't know if people just saw through the fact that I was a good bullshitter and seen something better in me that I couldn't see or I couldn't call out in myself. That's why I was just so um, well connected amongst the people that I met. Uh, I, I tended to to be drawn more towards those that were just as broken as I was, and um, almost felt like I had to be their leader of some sort. You know, take on the role of the of the president of the people that can't seem to get their shit together. And I surrounded myself uh, around that. And unfortunately, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, uh, it went both ways. Uh, unfortunately, uh, by me surrounding myself with people that were just as fucked up as I was, I in turn continued to do a lot of really fucked up shit. Uh, but also fortunately, um, I was able to to just be a, a, a helping hand or a crying shoulder or just a person that was just, you know, there, you know. For my homies or or for my ladies, you know, I was just very loyal, more to my friends than I was in my relationships. I was kind of a piece of shit when it came to relationships, and I didn't know, you know, there was a instance that happened. I mean, I would love to talk about it and get into it, 
very, very brief, you know, I, I, I was, uh, I guess the word would technically be sexually uh, abused or raped um, when I was younger by another, by another woman, uh, by my, one of my mother's friends, I think I was in elementary, I want to say around the time, and she was in her 30s or 40s, and I had this fear for my mother, um, and uh, her friend had like, caught wind of me getting in trouble and I'd do anything to not get my ass beat uh, because if y'all know about Spanish women, they know how to give you a good ass whooping and uh, just kind of took advantage of me, you know, and uh, at a very young age. So I, I, I kind of uh, subconsciously uh, built this, this, uh, this mindset that women kind of sucked and that that's really all that we were looking for. That's all they were looking for. Or anything along those lines, really. Um, and I think that that's kind of where things started to, to fall apart for me and relationships uh, amongst women. And I think, I don't know, I never really kind of figured it out. Um, I think it's just more of a safety precaution when it came to women. I, I just didn't know how to love or want to be, I uh, want to be loved. Um, I was listening. I was listening to uh, uh, watching a Tony Robbins documentary. Um, the documentary goes in depth on Netflix about he runs a uh, a six day, wouldn't necessarily call it a retreat, but a seminar. Six days, twelve hour days. It's like four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars for the seminar, and he runs this seminar called A Date with Destiny, and does what Tony Robbins does and I don't really know much about Tony Robbins besides he's a he's a motivational speaker but he's kind of before my time so he hasn't really got super big into my life I tried reading one of his books a giant within I am not going to be the person um that's going to give you an honest I mean the best opinion about the book because I just really couldn't get into it. It was very old school kind of. And it just didn't really resonate with me. Which doesn't take away any any credit for what he does. Because I personally from, from what I watched in this documentary. I didn't finish it again. Because it kind of got the same vibe that I got when I read the book. But I give him the utmost respect. And he's done a lot of really great things for people. And he continues to empower people around the world. My mother actually went to go, go see Tony Robbins and came back. A brand new, brand new woman. And what he does works. Is pretty much what I'm saying. What he does works. So you can't take no credit. You, give, you take credit away from give credit where credit is due. It ain't really all that for me. You know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. Because... Again, you can always take something out of what it is that you watch, or what it is that you you enjoy, or what it is that you, um, what it is that you surround yourself with, positive or negative. Um, with that being said, he said something that really stood out to me during the documentary. All right, he said, "Quote: Because if you are going to blame people for all the shit, you better blame them for all the good too." If you're going to give them credit for everything that's fucked up, then you have to give them credit for everything that's great. And that leads me into what I am going to talk about with you today. Embracing life and becoming the change. Because this all came about, I was sitting frustrated 
uh, because there, there are certain things that aren't done necessarily the way that I want them. And the specific instance is uh, in my relationship sometimes. I hate seeing dishes in the sink. Or I hate seeing the trash pile up. So I'll literally argue with myself in my head about how I don't understand why she won't do the dishes or why she won't take out the trash. Uh, it's, it's all of me being petty and just debating with myself why I shouldn't be the one to do it. So I have to check myself in the moment. Not 10 minutes later, not 15 minutes later. In the moment, I have to check myself. I need to check that thought. If you don't fucking like it, then do something about it. That's exactly what I had to tell myself. You don't like it? Then you go fucking throw out the trash. You don't like it? Then you go wash the dishes. Because bitching about it doesn't solve anything. Complaining about it out loud doesn't solve anything. And it sure as hell doesn't prove a point. Because a number of reasons could determine why certain things in my life aren't the way that I want them. And first of all, what that would be is the world doesn't fucking revolve around me. Okay? That's the first thing we got to understand. The, the world doesn't revolve around me. Now, why haven't you gotten that raise? Why is that person not noticing your work? Why aren't you getting that praise? Why aren't our parents loving us? Why can't you seem to have things work in your favor? These are questions that come about time and time again, and I know it. These questions are all valid questions, but we have to always understand the context. My example, Brianna, my girlfriend, probably feels the same way about some of the things that I may have missed or let go unnoticed. Maybe she fixes my mistakes or things that she doesn't like without even saying anything, and she doesn't look for a trophy. Or we could even go as far to say she truly didn't do it on purpose. It's one of those things where we need to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, always, until there isn't any reason to. There isn't a magical way for people to read minds. So we have to understand who and what we are talking about, the context. In this case, me and Brianna are in a committed relationship, and I know that she would do everything in her power to make my life easier and hers easier. She doesn't uh, intentionally go out of her way to do things that bother me. And the same goes for me. I mean, if you guys ever watched the Kevin Hart uh, Irresponsible um, stand-up on Netflix, there's a part where he goes, exactly, where he actually goes and does something, gets comfortable in his relationship, and he knows that if he doesn't do it, that is... That his, uh, his spouse will do it, you know. I don't want to be that person, you know. Because sometimes we get comfortable. Sometimes I get comfortable. And I know that, man, if I don't do it, then I'm expecting her to do it. And if she doesn't do it, I get pissed off that she hasn't done it. But I also haven't done it. You know what I mean? Just get the fucking job done. But this is just one of many of my examples. Because we, always, we have to always take ownership of things that happen to us. Um... Or for us, essentially. We all fall victim to the voice in our head that repeats this mantra in our heads. You ready? I fucking hate this job. 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 Yet, you wake up every day and you do the job that you hate. If you have zero intentions on leaving, learn to like that fucking job you hate so much 
That's it. You made your bed. Now find some nice-ass pillows and blankets, and you lay your ungrateful ass in it. Because we can be bitter. We can use the same excuse of the way things were and never truly live up to our potential of our lives. You sell yourself short if you do not choose to rise to the circumstances and do something about it. We all have a testimony of things that have happened to us, but it's irrelevant because if we only focus on what's happened, we can never move forward. I could have never moved forward had I continued to be bitter, had I continued to fucking uh, tell myself that the circumstances that have happened to me are never going to allow me to get better, that if I told myself consistently, always and forever until the end of time that boo fucking who, the world hates me, my life is over and I want everybody to baby me and pamper me. I could have been that, right? I could have been that. You can choose to sell yourself short, all right? We cannot cultivate the mental fortitude to prosper. I could have not cultivated the mental fortitude to prosper. My life hasn't been rainbows and fucking unicorns, but it sure as hell made me a badass. And I'm only two years into this newly designed person. I'm only two years in. I only say that because it took 25 years for me to really understand who I was becoming, what I was becoming, what I was capable of doing. And I'm only two years into my journey. That's it. Some of you may be longer. Some of you may get it while you're, while you're younger. But there's no time frame. I'm just explaining to you, it took me 25 years. It may take you 26 years. It may take you 27 years, 30, 40, 60 years. Hell, even 50. And you still don't fucking know who you are. So I want you to say this. I will sell myself short if I do not choose to rise to the circumstances and do something about it. I have a testimony, but it's irrelevant because if I focus on what's happened, I can never move forward. I cannot cultivate the mental fortitude to prosper. Alright? I had to shift my mindset. I had to shift the voice. I had to change the words that came into the forefront of my mind that I can't to I can I had to change the my mom doesn't love me to my mom loved me the best way she knew how. And I am a better fucking man today because of it. Perspective. 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 It can change everything in your life. It has changed everything in my life. I challenge you this week. To truly respond differently to things that bother you. If it's in your power to change something about it or to do something about it. You don't like the way the pencil sharpener looks. Get a new one. You don't like the way your neighbor keeps his lawn. Then do it for him. Quit making the excuse. You don't like something. Change it. Today. The easiest way to start developing a yes mentality is by starting with the little things and I will give you a practical piece of advice start like this most people 
don't like waking up early, let alone wake up early for work. I encourage you to set your alarm five minutes before you wake up and get up at that time for the next week. Then the following week, make it 10 minutes. And then I want you to add five minutes until you start waking up 30 minutes before your scheduled time to wake up and see how that sets your morning. 30 minutes. You have no idea what you can do for those 30 minutes. You can make breakfast. A lot of people wake up, grab something quick, haul out, haul ass out. Like Think about it like this. You ever try to wake up your dog from sleeping and try to run him outside to get him to move and do whatever? It takes a minute to get together, right? He's disgruntled. He's a little groggy. And he's just kind of moving a little slow. That's the same way with you. When you're low on energy, when your frequency is low, when you don't have when you don't have that energy to, to samba, you know what I'm saying, with life. If you don't have that, everything is annoying. People are annoying. Life is annoying. Things bother you. You're quick to fire off on somebody. You're quick to punch somebody in the face. You're quick to be snarky. You're upset. You're easily, you're easily convinced that I don't need this job. You know how many times you wake up in the morning? I've heard people say they wake up in the morning, they roll over, I don't need this job. You don't need it because you're tired. But when you start to wake up and you're already at work, you're like, damn, I really do need this job. Good thing I ain't quit today. Otherwise, I couldn't pay my bills. You need to wake up with some energy. You need to wake up with some gratitude. You need to wake up with some, I'm ready to fuck this shit up in a good way. You know what I mean? You owe it to yourself. And I want you to start taking ownership of your life and make things happen for you. Have a beautiful Monday. Every time they count me out, I come back harder on the feet.